0: Thank
1: To subtitle of this episode, When Roles Go Bad. Wow, I have never <laughs> had plans foiled by terrible roles the way that just happened in the last 15 minutes of this game.
0: <laughs> I don't think your roles have ever been that poor.
1: No, and my nat 20 on charisma and flirting didn't freaking get me anywhere. I thought we were gonna like <laughs> go to a room above the tavern and I would like learn the secrets of the blackfish.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry. I, well, the thing is that... Our That's Nara... what happened to
1: Jon Snow at the end of the season of Game of Thrones, yeah, right? Is that... Yeah, okay. Well, the thing is, is
2: that the nat 20 was amazing, but what you said was Anara awkwardly showed off her shoulder and that seemed like she was sunburned. You're right. And what I did was that it actually worked and was flirty. You're right. Like, I didn't know how. I, oh, it was I the couldn't... move,
1: not the general flirting intention. Exactly. I see. That's something I'm still learning is like I put in characterization for comedic value, but then I realized that I'm like hampering myself as a player. So my bad on that one.
2: Yeah. I'm only trying to give you the things that you do. I think when you do bigger actions, though, like you did a stealth roll for like this big thing of sneaking poison into wine. So like that would be a big general role. It just so happened. That was really crappy.
1: Yep, it sure was. Sorry, Fish.
2: I mean, I'd say our
1: average rolls
3: this episode were probably the lowest than any other episode we've been in. So no sorries. The dice gods or whatever just weren't with us. The intentions were good. I'm still entertained with what happened. Like overall, everything. Snail racing, definitely a choice. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> like everything else. for you.
0: I am we're not going to see, like, a half-dead werewolf stalking the midnight.
1: Wouldn't it be cool to see a half-faced skeletal werewolf? Okay, so this is my intention, y'all. My thoughts were that it would be better to, like, neutralize this clear threat and he would, like, transform during the day and create a ruckus and then we'd be able, by that ruckus, to triangulate where the blackfish were hiding.
3: See, that's, like, legitimate strategy and strat- strategery. I was just trying to like pretend to be drunk and like spill it and cause a mess and just general hijinks.
0: Yeah, here's 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 I love that strategy. Here's what happened in reality: was you tried to pour a potion into a bucket of wine, succeeded, yep. which yep. a drunk light man tried yep. to throw onto a half alive, half dead monstrosity. Yep, and then he spilled it on the floor everywhere. Yeah,
1: listen, there's <laughs> only half of a body to poison, so only half of the amount of necessary man conservation of matter, yo. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm too deep in character. I have to take a little a little breather
2: here. I just want to say.
1: <laughs> Eric, please help us.
2: Oh, I can't, really. What I love about D&D is something that I made as a joke to bother fish with the bucket of wine then became integral to the plot as it moves forward. Like, yep. I love that. Every time, it always happens.
1: Or like when you are answering toddlers' questions and they're asking like, "Why is the sky blue?" Oh, because of light. Oh, what is light? Oh, it's refraction. What is refraction? You know, like they never forget a word that you say or a promise of ice cream that you make, and that is what D and D is like.
0: Fish is a child. So
3: We're all. Children. Well, I was gonna say differently. I was. I mean, you're not wrong. That's exactly correct. I was gonna say never give your players anything. We'll use
2: it against you. I
0: know.
3: That was my <laughs> I give. I know that feel though. So I give people
2: it. snail racing, and it's. Dead.
3: And instead, you get bucket said, of wine spilled all over the floor. Instead,
2: you get a tuxedo Jack, the Cobalt. Of t-
3: <laughs> I appreciated that every time you would describe him, he would have another article of something. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted like you to describe him one more time to like see about what was his glasses situation the or maybe watch, di- the suspenders,
1: yeah. the like, boot covers. Oh, but you didn't ask.
0: I so. was imagining Mister
1: Peanut in Cobalt form. <laughs> Ooh, that's, that's, not
3: cool. that's
0: not bad. That's not bad. That's not bad. Speaking of that, how did that work? How did the snail race work? Because I was. Rolling against something.
1: Can we back up one step and say, why were you betting all of your gold and your coolest bag on a snail race? Fish and I were sitting here being like, what is he doing? We
3: were just sitting here staring at Brandon just like, what,
2: what, what, what? What? Yes. We trust you, but what? I like how things start with like Tracy's embarrassed and then he's Dick (laughs) Tracy, a detective.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: Two things. One, Tracy doesn't care about money. Obvious. Obvious. He's he he was so old that inflation just skyrocketed. Yeah,
1: but we're in a team, Trace.
0: Yeah, so he can count on y'all for y'all's money. No, <sighs>
2: incorrect. That he was a, part of your allowance. He doesn't need do. food
0: or <laughs> he doesn't need food or drink or really sleep. So, like, what need does he have for
2: money, really? What I think is interesting is that Trace is so sure that all of his plans go off and will be good. I mean, like that could have went very poorly if you'd rolled poorly. Like your only thing was like I'm intimidating and I have a alligator. I don't think
0: so this is me speaking for character versus player. Like player, yes, I I I get that it's a risk when I'm going into it and I, I think it's fun, but like I hear you. I I understand that it's a risk that you know, he could be chopped in half. But as character, I think Tracy I don't think he's really failed yet. I don't think he's run into a instance where he's actually things haven't gone away that have turned out to be advantageous it might not have worked or, out in
3: or at least that within his set of values and understanding he succeeded every time no matter what the literal result was That's right true. so
0: like I don't think he regardless of like what his plan was, it always ended up in a result that benefited him somehow.
3: Yeah. Tracy is a far more on the chaotic lawful neutral all that stuff scale he's way more chaotic than I had originally. Well, he's lawful. He was gonna be. Like he wouldn't do this. Oh, but way okay. chaotic. I mean, I've. I mean, I have no idea. But he's I lawful. Like
0: if yeah. you, if it was a group of like legitimate like folks about town doing something that was lawful and not illegal, he wouldn't bother them. Sure. Like,
1: isn't the definition of chaotic though that you don't mind breaking external rules to pursue your own internal logic?
0: No, I, it, I
3: don't
1: think he. No, no, no. He's like he a can, cop, like vigilante no. versus law-abiding cop.
2: That's literal what I was gonna say. He's very Batmany. But, like, his projection is the exact opposite.
0: I think of it more of undercover officer versus uniformed officer. So undercover officer is protected in many ways by the law. They can participate in illegal activities and be okay.
1: But who is the higher authority granting him dominion? Exactly. Because I would characterize him more like daredevil, where his moral compass is just set by himself. And that supersedes any law of man or beast, and like it doesn't bother Tracy at all to murder people, to break what he thinks of as laws if he is pursuing something that he deems to be just.
0: So this is getting a little too deep into Warforge lore, but Warforge <laughs> take commands, and when they don't have commands, they either shut down or follow the last command they had.
1: Like Asimov's robots.
0: Yeah. So... The reason that he was in the field for so long or in the desert for so long is because he didn't have command. Sure. He didn't have anyone to give him orders. So he, I think he's just defaulting back to his previous owner's commands of her morality, whatever that might be.
3: I'm 100 percent sure that Johnny by now would have at least been like, I order you
0: to have a good time. <laughs>
1: Okay, so fair enough. Like, I don't think it matters necessarily where that moral code or that prime directive, if you will, comes from. But the thing that interests me is Tracy's decision-making in the moment. And is it to preserve peace and to preserve life, or is it to pursue his directive and damn the consequences? And I'm seeing it come out on the latter a lot more often than I expected.
0: Yes. So I agree with you. So one other context point is that Warforged are born blank slates, So they literally can only speak a few words of common and, like, are fully grown, but have to learn everything from whomever owns them. On that point, I think that's the entire being that is Tracy, is the fact that he's at odds with two different things, where he's at odds with the previous directive and commands that he had. As much as Johnny is, like, his friend and someone who saved him, I don't think he sees him as his owner. Oh, God, no. So I don't think he takes commands from Johnny, exactly.
3: Although you would want a recommendation of having a good time. Oh, hell yeah. Um, and the light, versus, of course.
0: Yes, and the light. And that's in competition with him learning his own code, his I own see. individuality, his own way in the world. And those are at odds, I think. And that's what makes him confused a lot of time.
1: So watch this face. <laughs> I, I just
3: like the more we can see what different choices Tracy makes and learn about his decision making because Tracy, like Inara, seem to be discovering how and what they choose to do in the world and their perspectives and their motivations, whereas other characters that Eric ends up portraying definitely have to be a little more defined, except for Alonzo, who does have a shift, and then Johnny, who has more or less a set perspective and path
0: i think that's also probably why tracy likes working with johnny because johnny has a this is what i'm doing this is my thing that i'm doing this is my mission i got or, my stick. yeah and i think he enjoys being with someone who has that
1: i really want to see their like quarterly performance reviews like how are we evangelizing the light how's tracy doing? <laughs> how are what you how have you
3: how have you represented the light this quarter
1: right
2: so the way that snail races. <laughs> I'm um, sorry.
1: I was on a delay there. I was reacting in snail time, which is tell me. Get it. Get it. Get it. Get it. joke about snail. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> so also, did anyone catch snails. my
3: turbo reference? Yeah, turbo.
2: <laughs> yeah, the snail race. I mean, you can turn anything you want into the flexibility of D&D is really fun. Really, the snail races I rolled five D20s do represent how fast or, like, how far all of these snails were going. One of them was coming out in front, and it just turns out that Brandon was also rolling for his snail. And then the one with the big shell won after I rolled the D20 three times. But, you know, things could have happened if that snail could have not come in second. Tracy's snail could have thing. There's a lot of things that I work on and do that... Don't come to light. I feel
3: like you were prepared for any kind of interference or something to happen in th- between those
0: roles. I feel like you were and waiting for me to do something. Yeah, I, well, I
2: was surprised. I didn't want to like prompt you or anything, but I did wanted to give you the chance to act if you wanted to act. I mean, I know that like if you were a druid, maybe you would turn into a snail yourself and like go do it or something. But like there's always an opportunity for you to do stuff. But it turns out that Tracy had a motivation that I wasn't aware of. And the point is, was that the big snail happened. I mean, that's the other thing is like these other people might have had motivation. Like I do a lot of stuff that doesn't come out to light and that's okay. How far behind was my snail? Your snail came in second. It was really close. Oh, the
1: second? Oh, yeah. Cool.
2: That was the whole I thing. It was, a stock, it was a like stock this. finish. I stock to I stock. <laughs> I stock to I stock finish. God.
0: <laughs> so if I had rolled better than a seven on the last one, I probably would have won.
2: Probably. I mean, that first snail was pretty far ahead, but yeah, it all kind of shook out. That was very fun. Good. I mean, the point is, I know that we record and like it's kind of high stakes, but the whole point is to have fun. And if it's gonna be goofy snail races and kobolds wearing top hats, like I'm all about that.
3: The kobold reminds me. He mentioned the giant mistake. That's the name of the, the bar. We had like a moment where we were just like in awe. I was silent, but because I was just silently in awe, that was a great name.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> nice choice of name. Very Monty Python. So we didn't actually
2: get into this, but the reason why it's called a giant mistake is that when the city was built, this was actually built in the footstep of the stone giants that built the city. There was actually an exact same replica on the other side. And like, if you look over there, there might be a ghost inside. And there's like a whole bunch of lore that I came up with a giant mistake.
1: Oh, yeah, mirrored things freak me the hell out. So I am very into this whole concept of mirrored cities across the river, one ghost and one semi-living.
2: I do want to shout out Julia Shafini, one of my good, good friends who helps with the pod, for giving me the drink for the giant mistake. I'm very happy that Alonzo got to drink that. He got a nat 20, by the way, wow. uh, for, for Constitution. Stink god no Thank he got it he got a not he was a nat 20 for the dexterity role for drinking it but his constitution was low so he got shwasted.
1: oh alonzo you're nothing but a liability that
3: sounds about <laughs> right that's what i would expect for alonzo looking into being able to drink the whole thing but just failing at
1: i was gonna say thoroughly fucking up in the, like the best way possible
3: yeah that's also alonzo <laughs>
1: And I was super freaked out and excited about the third eye thing.
3: Third arm? Third arm. (laughs) Don't forget also third arm.
1: I had forgotten about it, but let's start with the eye and then we'll go to the arm. Uh, (laughs) The eye and the arm is instantly my favorite pub besides the giant mistake. So anyway, (laughs) but I love that idea. We have all had those prophetic seeming bartenders who can just like give you whatever you need. Shout out to our friend Nat, who's our regular bartender of the JTP crew. But anyway, Eric, what? I <laughs> I feel like the after-party subtitle is Eric what?
2: Yeah, I was thinking the exact same thing about bartenders. Yeah, How they know exactly what you want even before you want it. I had this idea that the bartender was magical in some way and had kind of like a creepy cryptid sort of power. And like, how would you use this power? I mean, you don't necessarily know the extent of it, but you know like this idea of what you want to drink I thought it was just like a fun way of employing it.
1: I got very Cecil from Night Vale vibes. I like that quite a lot. It's sort of like Fanon that Cecil Baldwin, the narrator of Welcome Night Vale, has a like third eye on his forehead. And that was very much where my like first instinct went. Oh,
2: yeah. The thing is, like the races in Monster Manual are awesome, but like you can do whatever you want. I mean, if he has a third eye and a third hand to mess with you, like that's this guy's own prerogative. Was it based on anything in the book? Um. Just no. Totally. No. I mean, I had the third eye, and it, then I wanted to put it, the third hand in. To if mess
0: anything, it
3: all. yeah. I mean, that was clearly to mess with me. Where so, was which the third hand anchored? Apparently, his head, back of the head, the back of the head, like it, it came out from around. Yeah. yeah. Oh,
1: sorry, that was gross.
3: <laughs> wow. Nice. Anything could be explained away with a simple. The result of cross between multiple races and species until this guy came out. So. Oh, Fish,
1: I wasn't worried about the, like, genetic plausibility oh, of these I'm races sorry. here in our that, fantasy
3: universe. See, that's funny because I, I genuinely thought that's what you were about. Which is really <laughs>
1: interesting because you can be interested in whatever you want. Like, again, shout out to the logistics D&D players who are thinking about money and water and hacks and the weight of the th- all the things that you're Don't carrying. Don't
2: worry, Tracy's not thinking about money. <laughs> he is not. I think a lot of weird stuff is happening in Antopolis and, like... Having a bartender with a third eye and a third hand is not the strangest thing that y'all have seen in these last few episodes.
1: I'm yep. super into it.
2: We saw a ghost whale. Ghost and a whale? a skeleton
1: man who was almost a skeleton werewolf man.
3: I didn't get to do my Ishmael joke. <laughs> <laughs>
0: do you want to do it now?
3: Mm, it's not worth it.
1: <laughs> hey, you stranger. What do they call you around these parts?
2: They call me Ishmael.
1: <laughs> <sighs> I love that
0: so much. Huh.
2: Alright, we have another question here. This one's from Will Williams. Thank you, Will. If you could have one spell in real life of any class from the 5e spellbook, what would it be?
0: I know this one because I was looking at spells the other day. In Xanthar's Guide, there's a spell, I forgot what it's called exactly, but basically you can make a fortress... And if it exists for, like, three days or something, it just becomes permanent. You have to do it for a year. A year, Every
3: seven days. And there's a fortress that's made of stone, and then there's, like, a magic version. Yeah. Which is, like, a celestial, like, being. This
0: is just my catharsis about me having to pay so much rent in New York City. I just want to be able to make my own castle.
1: Millennials will never buy homes, so we have to build magic castles instead. Exactly.
0: Listen,
3: once every seven days for a year, and I get a whole fortress or magical, like,
0: Castle, like, done. No one's invited to in my castle. Actually, the, the, uh,
3: the castle has a bunch of unseen servants and the <gasps> – fort. sorry, that's the fortress. The castle, you can set certain races to not be permitted to enter without having to take massive penalties.
0: I, I don't like Races, that. Uh, races in, in so the racism. celestial
3: or, like, demonic kind of thing. Like, fae. Uh,
0: I won't let demons in my house, though. Fae,
3: demons, uh, celestial –
0: Fish, what would you choose? Well,
3: it's the only answer. It's press the digitation. Oh, <laughs> it's the only answer. Oh,
1: the most useless You've spell. Wasted your choice. It's
3: the most useful spell. I can do anything forever. I'm thinking about, you know, stuff like magic circle or invisibility or.
1: You just rolled your eyes real hard at invisibility. Yeah, that no, felt I'm, super really, judgmental. I'm really Really
3: <laughs> And there's a lot of like random spells that. I'm just not going to use on their day-to-day life. I feel like with press the digitation, I can use that every day. There will be utility to this spell every single day.
0: Let me tell you, you're going to save money on towels because you'll never have to buy towels. I'm never going to
3: have to shower. I'm never going to have to worry about being cold or hot. I sweat a lot. I don't have to worry about looking all gross.
1: That's true. Oh, that would be nice. I'm often in the spot between like I'm too cold not to have a sweater on, but I'm too warm for this sweater specifically. And I could really use some help with that.
2: <laughs> this feels like the landmark movie from Adam Sandler Esquire called Click. Where he has a magic remote where he can just fast forward through the things that he doesn't like in his life. And maybe when you're pressed to digitizing, you'll realize, wow, I really missed all those things.
3: You know, I will miss. I'll still take showers because I'll want to. But I won't have to. And the thing is, there's just so much utility out of this. I'm a very utilitarian kind of person. I want it to be worth it.
0: All right. So I got a castle. You got not having to shower.
3: But I can if I want to. And I will. So, so you say. So you so wasted you your
0: choice anyway, though. Go on.
1: I think I may one up you here, fish, by saying that my spell of choice would be mage hand. Never get up to turn off the AC again.
2: It's very good.
1: Never lose the remote again. Never have to get up from Wait, under your body. No, blanket you would still
2: lose the remote. No, yeah, no, you... no, 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 The hand would be holding the remote at all times. <laughs> oh, floating I see, I see, <laughs> okay.
1: next to me. Yeah, I see you. Never have to get out from under your blanket fort to go hit the buzzer to let someone up into your apartment. Never have to, I don't know, move.
3: I feel like our spells are in the same kind of realm of just utility, which I adore. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah. And as much as I want to be right, I do really like your approach. Like I am almost always have some criticism about how my body feels. Oh. And so being able to like clean, make it hotter, colder. I mean, it's just that's ideal.
3: I just want. To be
2: comfortable in my own skin.
1: I know, Fish.
2: Eric, are you going to go grandiose like a castle? So I'm glad that you guys feel comfortable in your own skin. I like find greater steed where I summon a spirit in the form of a loyal majestic mount such as a griffin, a pegasus, a pertian, which I don't even know what it is, but I want it, a direwolf, a rhinoceros, or a saber-toothed tiger. I will be sweaty if I get to ride around a saber-toothed tiger at all times.
0: I got to <laughs> say, though... You're going to be ostracized from society if you keep it. Exactly. Yeah, but they should also
2: get fucked because I have a rhinoceros.
1: Where is it going to sleep? Can't go into Brandon's castle?
2: I know. You know what your mount can't do? Come to my castle. Uh, the <laughs> casting time is only 10 minutes, so I can have it go away, and then what, I can just re it later. Here's the thing. Because it's I, a spirit. I, it's not a real
3: animal. I totally get the fine greater steed. I was actually also thinking of like summon Familiar, yeah. where you can get like tons of different options. But here's the thing. Brandon's hit the nail on the head. You live in the real world. There's going to be real world consequences having kind of minor spells that are only for us and really only affect us or maybe people around us. We're not going to get sent to a government experiment lab or we're not going to get messed with by the government. Yeah. Yeah, X-Men's a thing. That's real life. X-Men's <laughs> real life.
2: Yeah, you're like, Hey, Eric, stop dreaming big with your Pegasus because the government from X-Men, which is also a real thing, is gonna come get you. I'm glad you okay. said that. I'm it's glad a real you listened. I'm because
3: glad. it is a real thing. Yeah. And we're worried about you we are. with your magical creature that is gonna get X-Men out of
0: here. Oh no. Oh, Disguise an- self is good too.
3: This guy's self, self is pretty good. You're not just Brandon's looking not at even the He's
0: just looking at the spell book now. With
3: Brandon's, like, you could find like an empty plot of land and like make it happen. And it, like, yes, there's like not zoning that it goes, permits. Like, the
0: moors or something, like somewhere cool in Ireland or somewhere off, and just build a castle.
3: Yeah, and you know, if you don't do it Have in America, sheep. the zoning permits are probably going to be easier with Eric. I get a horse. I just it's going to
2: be X Men. He can disappear though. Like he I can do it, it at will. all my meals on fire.
1: Yeah. Okay. So so imagine for like 15 minutes a week when you find yourself like in a place with no other people and a room that's wider than 10 feet and also just like privacy from screeches that your like fucking hippogriff is going to make. Okay, great. I'm glad that you're going to enjoy those 10 minutes. But I, however, will never have to... Get up to close my drafty window and like lean awkwardly over my table because I have a table like sandwiched into the corner of my apartment and have to just like like hurt my arm closing it.
3: And I'm not going to have to worry about a drafty window because I'm just going to feel cool and comfortable the entire time. I
1: know. I know. That one really, that one's really calling to me. Create uh, food actually, and water is another. I, I have a question. Very good. <laughs> if there's I no calories, I'm on board.
3: No, there are calories. <laughs> I have a question for all of you actually. <laughs> what is the one spell you would not want? either cast it upon you or something that you have to deal with every day.
2: Death, the one that kills me.
3: Okay, thank you.
2: (laughs) Oh, the one where there's a cube of knives a-spinning. Yes! (laughs) It's like, hey, I'm going to go about my day except for this cube of (laughs)
1: knives I need to now avoid. Twelve knives a-spinning.
2: That's my favorite verse from the D&D 12... the twelve rolls of Christmas, mm, not
1: twelve bad. dice,
2: the D twelve Christmas? of Christmas, the yeah. twelve crits of Christmas, oh, the twelve days of Christmas. <laughs> Here we are. There Be we fun. go. We got there. We he got, there. Got, there. He nice. got there.
1: See, listen, kids, persist and follow your dreams. Eventually, you get there.
2: I'm glad we have a really safe space to uh, do workshops. And- <laughs> I have another question. And let's stick on the holiday tip. So this one is from October, but I want to keep it going. Thank you, Pomegranate. You are the best, and you ask us all the questions. And now we're going to answer, actually, your questions. What would each character, including Stoneface, dress up for as Halloween, either in-universe or in a modern-day AU?
1: I think Inara would be a pirate and try to instigate a like flirtatious little repartee with Captain Alex. You know, about like boarding the ship, other innocent innuendo. That's really where I try to go.
3: What do you think Captain Alex is dressing up as?
1: Ooh.
0: Davy Jones.
1: Her. Does she just
0: polymorph into an animal when like that's her costume?
3: Ah, uh, that's too easy.
1: That's true. Maybe like a zookeeper and it's ironic. <laughs> oh, that's very good.
0: That's very good. I think Tracy would actually just. Dress up as Johnny, probably. Mm-hmm.
3: Which, oh, I'm going to dress up as Tracy.
0: Yeah. Aww. I don't think he fully understands like the idea behind dressing up like you're supposed to have fun and be silly or do something cool. He's just like, you're next to me. I'll do you.
1: Oh, I- no. Wait, I have it. Let's just assume for a second that the movie Grease exists in our universe. Yeah. I think that Inara and Stoneface would dress up as gender-swapped Danny and Sandy. And <laughs> Stoneface would wear a wig and obviously the sexy Sandy at the end leather pantsuit.
2: Oh, yeah, that cat suit.
1: And Inara would put on the Danny Zuko jacket and style her hair in such a swoop and never let go.
2: I don't know what it sounds like if Danny Zuko does the other parts lines. Hey, um, tell me about it, stud. I don't, I see it doesn't make any sense.
1: Whatever that is, I want to see it.
2: You're the one that I know that she actually sang that song. Can you sing
0: it in, in that voice for me?
2: I don't remember. A, a beauty school, a dropout. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what would Johnny dress up as?
2: I think he would want
3: to participate in the swap with Tracy. Otherwise, um... I think Tracy
0: would be confused. <laughs>
3: Yeah, that might be too much for Tracy. I
1: think he would not give up his cloak or badge. He would just oh, wear those. Of with like oh no, no, he would wear Johnny those over it
3: exactly. Yeah. And I would have to like make sh- uh, Johnny. I... Johnny would have to make shift his own, uh, <laughs> his own version. I think Johnny will forget that it's Halloween and have to do something very last minute, and oh. it's just not going to be funny or creative. Really following in the footsteps of Michael Fichet, just always forgetting <laughs> I- I or was just not, bring not it being up, creative.
1: A, but, but you went there.
2: I think he like puts on an eye patch, and says, "I'm a beholder," and then that's it. That's
1: good.
0: Thanks. What would Tammy and Taylor be? Do you think? What's a good twins costume?
2: Oh man, uh, they'd be the Wonder Twins. Wonder Twin powers activate. Form of a dragon. Form of another dragon.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think one of them should be Alonzo disguised as James, and one of them should be Alonzo disguised as Messi.
2: I, don't like it. it's very, I feel like they do really intricate cosplay. Yeah,
1: it's no, no. very intricate. I really enjoy like many layers of reference in my costumes.
2: One of them is Alonzo disguised as James, and the other one is James disguised as Alonzo.
0: Ooh. I, I kind of want the Olsen twins in Billboard Dad. <laughs>
2: <laughs> wow. That's them already. Reference. That's just them. Wow. All right, let's do another holiday one. What is your character's favorite traditional Thanksgiving food? Go, Amanda
1: turkey stuffed with other meats.
2: Good. Michael Fuget.
3: Uh, It's going to be a pumpkin pie. It's going to be a very simple
1: pumpkin pie.
3: Lighter than normal. Very light. I don't know if you get why.
1: Get that light into your desserts.
2: Brandon, what is Tracy like? Tofurkey. It's tofu turkey. No, I get that. It's It's tofu
0: made into a turkey shape. He's delighted by the fact that it's a thing that's not the thing that it looks like.
3: Are you sure it's not just like a bunch of bolts? And like screws. Now, have what... you
1: ever seen
0: Tracy eat
3: metals?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I haven't not seen him eat metals.
3: Oh, uh, that's true.
1: I feel like Inara and Tracy would look at the traditional sweet potato covered in marshmallow food and look at each other like, we're allowed to eat this at dinner? Oh, <laughs> Just, like, I forgot that. It. That's
3: the thing. That's the thing that Johnny would, would yes.
1: You got orange, but you didn't get the. I got the orange. I didn't get meal. the marshmallow. No, he would yeah. bring
3: that. It would be like way too excessive.
1: Yeah. I think all three of us would bring it to the meal and be like, whoops. and Do you then think we just would have to agorably... roll initiative
0: to determine who gets <laughs> that sweet potato
1: casserole? We may. We may.
2: Stoneface likes green bean casserole.
3: Gross. Good what choice. about Alonzo? Gross? Whoa, hey now. You're an all-star. HK1.
2: Uh, Alonzo, pie. cranberry sauce. Okay. From the camp. Just cranberry.
3: Okay.
0: Yeah.
2: Greg? Greg? Uh, Cranberry sauce, homemade.
1: <laughs> no, they were meant to be together. <laughs> Were so, they this, so they have
2: to bring both on Thanksgiving. Like, they need to make sure to have both from the can and the homemade.
1: We actually do in my family because my mom only eats the canned cranberry sauce. So my grandma's like, uh-huh.
2: See, I need the Stouffer's
0: boxed
3: stuffing. Oh, yeah. Nothing better than that. that.
1: Alton Brown told me that stuffing must be cooked inside the turkey. Stuffing is evil. Anything else is, what did he say? It was like anything else is like- Is dressing. Dressing. Yes, thank you. And so I think Alton Brown is an idiot.
3: Oh, okay. I would not go that far. He is not an idiot, but-
1: He's wrong.
2: Wait, I need to circle back. Brandon, you don't like stuffing?
0: No, stuffing is evil. That's what Alton Brown says. 'Cause you're not supposed to if you stuff your turkey with stuffing, it doesn't reach the proper temperature for food safety. Oh, so I agree. System. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, oh, okay. yeah. All right, we're on the same yeah, page. Yeah, on on the same page. Okay, I totally uh, I've put watched the knife every down. single episode of
2: Good Eats twice.
3: Also, put also down. like that's a lot of episodes. Why cook it in the turkey? I
2: for don't get flavor? That. I think it like gets yeah, yeah the, the juices I don't like, want
3: turkey flavor in my stuffing. I just want stuffing. All I, I want is every sandwich that I ever eat has stuffing in it.
1: Yeah. Furthermore, turkey is already moisture deficient. And so to put absorbent bread in the middle of it, I don't understand. That's a good point. You get much better flavor with fucking beef stock, chicken stock, turkey stock, vegetable stock. Do whatever you want. Yeah.
0: I was watching Mind of a Chef. And Ludo literally put, like, two sticks of butter up a chicken and then roasted it. Oh,
1: my gosh, yes. <laughs> I was that like, was so yeah, good. <laughs> I love that man.
2: Let's all just agree that stuffing is the best part of Thanksgiving, right? And,
1: like, Barefoot Contessa sometimes looks at the camera like, well, we're doing this. <laughs> I just really <laughs> appreciate it. Thank you so much for joining us for this and every After Party. We would love to continue the conversation with you online. We are at join the Party Pod on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr. Tumblr's really great, y'all. You should join in the fun. And you can also write to us anytime. Send us questions. Let us know what you want us to ask Lauren Belanco of 20 Sided Store on your behalf. You can do that at jointhepartypod.com slash contact or email us directly. Hello at jointhepartypod.com. We've also got some incredible new merch out by our favorite designer, Paula at Errol on Twitter. And you can find those beautiful shower curtains, T-shirts, bags, phone cases, notebooks, anything you could possibly want at jointhepartypod.com slash merch. And if you're able, we'd love to have you join our Patreon community. That's at patreon.com slash join the party pod. You can get into our patron only discord where more than 50 of the nerdiest, best, most like cute pet owning, amazing muffin baking, excellent opinion having patrons hang out every single day. We'd love to have you along. So head on over to patreon.com slash join the party pod to see us there. All right. Thanks, y'all. We'll see you soon.